This is the Horse Radio Network. Hey, you're listening to Adulting with Horses, the best place to be if you can't be at the barn. We are your co-hosts and equine authors, Heather Wallace and Natalie Keller-Reinert. As crazy horse girls, we don't take ourselves too seriously in the saddle or out. We celebrate the things that make us different. Join us as we talk about horses and pop culture and get a little weird in a fun way. Thank you for being a little weird with us. I need to pick up more horse friends. Like that's like a priority of mine right now. Like local horse friends. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I find that really tough. Like making friends as an adult. We were talking about this recently and I wrote a chapter about it in the, in adulting with horses. Like making friends as an adult is so hard. Mm-hmm. You're just not out hanging out at the bar or hanging out at the barn and just, you know, having all this free time to just walk up and be like, hi, let's hang out. We have something in common. Like you're just always running from place to place. Yeah. It took me when I moved to this area, my husband knew people because he grew up in this area. It took me years to get to know anybody or to really find people that like I didn't scare away (laughs) (laughs) with all my energy. Right. Um, And, uh, and that like kind of got me for me. And I was talking to my friend Leah about this because we've been friends since our kids were six months old since her daughter was about six months old. So like almost 11 years here. And we got set up on a blind date. Like our, our, our friends who were unmarried and single without kids were like, you two are moms and you both like horses. Be friends. Uh, <laughs> I, um, yeah. You know, and the, the thing I found the hardest is different stages of life. So I must feel like I need retiree friends because I'm, I'm 41 and I have raised my child, but a lot of people are just starting families in their late thirties. It's hard to be the friend of the mom with the toddler. Yeah. You've been there. You don't need that anymore in your life. Yeah. It's, and it's not, it's like, I like you so much. Your kid never stops. (laughs) Like, can we be friends in 10 years? Because I'm really fond of you, but the kid is always here interrupting me. Yeah. And it's not like they <laughs> can just drop everything and go to lunch, right? Like you have that freedom right. now where you could take an hour and go to lunch or you can, you know, move your schedule around a little bit because of that. But like, I don't know, I guess my kids are now obviously a little bit older, so they're not super young, which is fantastic. And now my oldest, if I want to go out with my friends at night and my husband's out, I could be like, Cameron, watch your sisters for two hours. Mm. It is so freeing <laughs> and wonderful. I mean, I don't go far, but still it's like that little bit of freedom. And I was kind of a, I'm 44, so I'm older than you. Um, but I was kind of, I was what, 31 when I had my my first daughter. And I was the only person I knew with a kid. Yeah. Well, you can, you can bet that's what it was like for me at 22 or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Big time. Because I had him in New York City, which made it, the gap there was, I was a solid 25 years younger than all the other moms in my neighborhood. Yeah. That's lonely too. Cause everyone was. your age was out partying. Yeah, it was. Me included. 
It was not ideal. It was not ideal. I mean, it worked out in the end because now I'm 41 and I'm an empty nester. Well, uh, <laughs> thing, right? Like there's all this stuff going around about women in their 40s who had the kids younger. Mm-hmm. Like we're now hitting our stride where we're getting, you know, we wear whatever we want. We have the, I don't give a fuck mentality and right. we know what we want. And I'm glad I had kids when I did because now I could just focus on having fun and doing what I want to do. Yeah, I'll still parent. Like I'll still parent. Like obviously, that's my summer has been ridiculous amount of parenting. Mm-hmm. But there's light at the end of my tunnel. Oh yeah, and once they hit their like mid to late teens, they're done with you. You prepare food, leave it at a tray at their door, back away. Because like feral animals, they, yeah, they have no interest whatsoever in you. So just do your own thing, mom. <laughs> well, and it's so funny because I tell my husband this, right? So when Cameron hit puberty, and she's going to kill me if she ever hears this, when Cameron <laughs> hit puberty, suddenly men were just not okay. Like she didn't want anything to do with boys. She didn't like her dad. She hmm. didn't want boys around. They didn't understand what women go through. La 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 la. So. She's now in this stage where she still loves me and thinks I'm pretty cool for now because we <laughs> both know that's ending soon. Yeah. And, but she'll come, she'll spend most of her time in her room and then a periodically she'll come out for like food and water. <laughs> right. And then she'll disappear again into right. her little, into her little cave. And my husband is so concerned. I was like, oh no, no, no. Be prepared because we've got like five years of this. Yep. <laughs> Coming. Yeah. For the longest time, I saw Calvin at dinner. I saw Calvin when he came in from school and when he came out at dinner. And when he came out at dinner, he just wanted to watch a TV show with us. And that was something that was like a family thing that worked for us. And he still will do it is we pick a show and we watch that show an episode or two every night, whether it's The Office or Space Force or what we do in the shadows, something that's funny, a little subversive. That's that's how we stay together. That's your thing. You know what? We do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I explained my husband's away. I, I, I explained to him, I said, we went shopping. I got her out of her room and I got her watching a new show with me. And he was like, how did you manage that? You witch. And I was like, I'm just that good. We have definitely found it's always easier one-on-one. Yes. The, when the two of us are together, forget it. They feel forget ganged it. up on, I think. Sometimes. Yeah. I think they do. Yeah, like it's team Natalie and Corey, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, I think I could totally see that. But I think sometimes my husband feels as the only man in the house that he's ganged up on because we're all women. Yes, I'm sure he does. Yeah, pat him on the head and say, you are. You are ganged up on. And you're a very good boy and we love you. <laughs> That's right. Here's a carrot. Money, please. <laughs> I wonder if anyone will give me tips for my husband. Because, you know, we're going to be talking in another episode about horse husbands. Like, right. I'm happy and healthy. So maybe we can talk about, maybe I should start a tip on Twitter about, like, if you give me a dollar, maybe I'll go give my husband a hug for being a good horse husband. Oh, but you have to video it somehow. This sounds well, awesome. I have three children running around with cell phones at all times. I've got this in the bag. I don't know. I mean, maybe our listeners should vote on this and say whether that's a good idea. I would like to know what they think. Give them a little smooch. A little smooch. A little smooch. <laughs> I'll chase them around. <laughs> oh, I like that. 
that's how we're, we're re you know, we're making sure that everyone in our families, you know, four-legged, two-legged, we're just making sure everyone feels fulfilled and loved. We're mothers, we're horsewomen, we're wives. We're just doing our thing, man. Just full of affection. Just got to show our appreciation, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'd much rather do that than what he wants me to do. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we're rated E. <laughs> I did have to go. I went to the barn because my girls had a riding lesson, right? So I have not had a you, riding you lesson. You will ride, but you will pay for your kids to ride. <laughs> yeah. I, I haven't had a lesson in years. I mean, and I haven't been able to ride more than maybe three times this summer, but my Ooh. kids got to ride. <laughs> and so I show up and my friend Robin, who owns the barn is like, oh, Delight's pretty sweaty. And his, you know, his mane's long because I let him grow feral. And she's like, why don't you, he, I think he needs to be braided up. I was like, on it. So I go get him. I bathe him. I braid him. And the whole time he just tried to bite me because he was so mad and that he was sweaty. And I'm, yeah. I'm like, I get it, man. <laughs> I also hate to sweat. Um, but then I went, to, this is what's scary. Then I went to go touch Ferris, cold to the touch. What? That's how little this horse sweats. He's just baking on the inside. Oh, wow. Is that like heat stroke when, when your skin is cold? Yeah, basically. But you're in such hot stroke all summer. So that's why he hasn't gotten any exercise. His whole top line is gone. And I just, we've had so, like three months of 90 degree days. Right. And so there's almost nowhere like that isn't like that. Like, where yeah. could you have a horse like that with that's Vermont? Just Vermont does it doesn't get hot in Vermont? You might get five days of 90 degrees. Oh, but we also, the place that we're building, we're surrounded by it's 10 acres of woods. Mm, that and definitely brings so much down. shade, yeah, and so much cover. Um, so I'm just counting down the days, but I just hope he makes it till then because one of the horses uh, at a local horse show this summer, like two mm. weeks ago, had a heart attack because he competed in a hundred degrees. Right. You know, that owner needs to be fucking shot, by the way. Um, who does that? Like who doesn't cancel a horse show when it's a hundred degrees? That's it, not even, they wouldn't hold horse racing when it's a hundred degrees. Right. They cancel racing. That's why they moved to Saratoga all summer and closed the city tracks. Right. Because it's hot. And like Monmouth is always canceling days in New Jersey, right? They're always canceling days. Yeah. I mean, they've had a couple of really hot days out there that I was like, "Mm, I Mm. wouldn't. But, you know, uh, here's this hunter jumper show and this horse is out there doing his thing. And like three hours later, just freaking dies. Yeah. There's, you know, I mean, we just talked about this, didn't we? About riding horses when it's hot. I think think about the animal and the evolution and its ability to uh, disperse heat and remember that they're not the same as you. No, they're more all. sensitive. And and you know what? Far more sensitive. I think, yes, I am lazy and like, I do not like the heat, right? So if there's any excuse not to ride in the summer, I will happily jump on it. <laughs> but that being said, I don't, I care about my horse more than I care about my own need to ride. Right. And I want him Absolutely. to live a long house happy life. So you know what? If I'm not going to get up at 5 a.m., which we both know I'm not going to get up at 5 a.m., then he's not going to get ridden. Right. And it'll be okay. We'll make up for it in September and we'll get him back into shape and everything will be fine. But like, 
ah, uh, just, just makes me so angry. It, yeah, I just, the, what you say, I care about my horse more than my ability to ride. That should be so basic. And I don't under, I just don't understand that level of motivation to train and to ride and to show, especially if you're an amateur. Right. What's your, what's your goal here? You're going to get some local end of year points. What's happening here? What is worth this kind of misery? Well, and I think it's the people, it's the same people who maybe buy their horses uh, instead of like earning their horses. Right. Like, so, and, and by that, I mean like, okay, I'm going to buy this $120,000 horse, even though I don't know how to canter because the horse will teach me how to do it. Right. right. And then when I, when this horse, when I break it, I'm just going to buy the $200,000 horse. So it's going to be fine. Yeah. I just don't, I don't get, even when I was a, you know, very hungry, aggressive teenager, I was always, the first thing I want to do was ride my horse. The second thing I wanted to do was be around my horse. And the third thing would be compete my horse. Like, if I had to choose, I wasn't going to choose, I'm going to compete over, I'm going to train my own horse. You know what I mean? Like, that just wasn't, that wasn't, competing was never the top of my list. And I guess there is a set of 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 minds for whom that's the top of the list is competition 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 i don't get it because that's treating the horse like a machine but we like i said we just we'll go down this and we'll never get over it (laughs) i know i know and we did talk about you know so for those of you tuning in we do talk about riding and the horse in episode six which if you haven't heard it, go back and listen to, cause we do talk in nauseam about it. Um, and all the, all the things you can do instead of writing if you need to. Right. So there's so many options. Um, and I think they do improve your horsemanship at the end of the day. So, and if you want to compete, I do think those things actually improve your relationship and your competitiveness mm-hmm. with your horse. But I don't know, I guess I'm just really frustrated because I really just feel like my horse is losing so much muscle. I haven't been able to ride because of the the heat, but I also feel like I was so excited for the summer thinking I'd have all this time because I was taking a couple of days off a week mm-hmm. and I'd be able to ride and I'd be able to go to the barn and none of that has happened. Right. Yeah. Something summer always comes up. Summer is filled with such promise and it's all related to not having to go to school. That's what it's, you know, you don't, yeah, I don't have to go to school. And you're in, you're stuck in school for so many years, all your formative years you spend looking forward to summer, that it's ingrained upon you by the time you're 18, that summer's going to be the best season of your life. And it's like, oh, now you have kids to ferry around. You have all of your own responsibilities. Plus you have all of this mental idea of summer is when I get to be free. There's it's no just, such thing as freedom. We're shackled. We are. We absolutely are. By responsibilities. I, yeah. And it's and and for me, when summer is bad, it's like a particular bitter kind of disappointment. You know, because you did it is blown up in your mind. I do love summer. It is my favorite season. It has been absolutely unbelievably terrible for me this year. Like Aww. one of the worst summer. This will go down in history as my bummer summer. Oh, and, Natalie's bummer summer. Oh, it was my bummer summer for sure. Aww. Uh, and um, 
I mean, it's just been, it's just been the worst, Heather. And it seems, and there's been lots of good things, but it just didn't, there's been lots of really terrible things, basically. And learning to, to um, sort of negotiate the day with when the weather's being a pain, when your head is being a pain, and, um, and you still have all these expectations of the things that you will do with your summer that is slipping through your fingers, frittering away. It's like, ah, what happened to the best season? It's like best laid plans. I keep saying, okay, well, I'm going to take Thursday from nine to 11 and just go to the barn. And then every single Thursday there's like, oh, the dog needs to go to the vet or the kid needs a doctor's appointment or um, I get COVID. (laughs) Thanks for that life. Um, (laughs) You know, all these things. And then I think like, well, that sucks. And I go to the barn and everyone's doing their cool barn stuff. And I'm just like, okay, I'm here finally. And now I'm so out of shape that even getting on and riding for 20 minutes, I'm going to be huffing and puffing. Mm -hmm. This segment is brought to you by Reading Out Equestrian, a fresh take on riding apparel. Reading Out has introduced new and innovative pieces to the equestrian performance apparel space. For their fashionable and feminine pieces are all about function, comfort, and easy outfitting because everything can be mixed and matched. From their iconic coveralls to their riding apparel and now newly released separates, Redding Oat is an all-inclusive apparel brand for equestrians of all sizes and disciplines, no matter the season, no matter the weather. So that game of uh, Would You Rather we were talking about, yes, we does that to- take into effect or take into account that it is hot everywhere? Or do we just, we go by like the period of time for which it is hot? Like it's only hot for three months as opposed to eight months kind of thing. You know, that's a deeper thought than I'd ever actually considered. Um, <laughs> thanks for pointing out all my foibles. No, I mean, I just, well, cause there, there are some interesting, um, there, there's sort of some interesting variations on it. Right. So we're talking about, would you rather, and uh, it kind of has opposing things right so it's like would you rather have free board at an equestrian center or horses on your property uh would you rather ha- rather have a brand new truck or a horse trailer would you rather have indoor arena or trail access snow or flies young horse or senior horse and the snow or flies is what that's what seems to catch everybody by surprise <laughs> but it, and I was looking at it and I'm like, that one is very specific to not just your region, but your property, because I have neither snow nor flies. Okay. You just <laughs> need to zip it. All right. But which would you rather have? That's yeah, the yeah. question, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be based in reality. Um, <laughs> Why? Because this is Heather's <laughs> world and we're just living in it. Okay. I don't live in reality. But I was kind of thinking of the things like, you know, right now I have my horses at a boarding facility. My dream is to have them on my own property. But mm-hmm. some people might not ever want the horses on their own property. Well, let me tell you, having horses on your own property is the best. And it is the only way. Yesterday I was riding 
And no, I, I, I think Corey was in the house, but other, I found a place to ride that's in the back of my property and I have no neighbors. So all that side is empty. And I'm riding along and I said, this is the perfect boarding facility for any introvert who just wants to be left alone with their horse. And by that, I mean, it is the perfect place for me alone. No one else is welcome here. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. And Ben's no, I just don't walking think, like, okay. <laughs> I would never want someone, I would never want to be in charge of a boarding facility. People are, people are too much work. Yeah. It's not the horses, it's the people. Oh, definitely. They're crazy. <laughs> yeah, and you can never find anyone reliable to like do the work. Mm-hmm. So I would much, re- I don't want to be responsible for anyone else's horses, but my own. And I don't want to, I really don't want to rely. I don't like surprises and I don't like relying on someone else. I don't like driving up someone else's driveway. Any of those things, they all make me nervous. You know what I mean? I'm just like, what's going to be at the barn today? You know, that feeling? Mm, yeah. Like, is there stuff going on? Is the weird husband there? Because there's always a weird husband. Yeah. What's today's drama? Who's exactly. Who's going to be talking about who? Mm-hmm. Who's going to be a weird? Well, and I've been at places where I was very clearly being spoken about behind my back. Mm-hmm. And that's just toxic. You you know, you don't want to be in a place like that. I mean, I will be honest. I love that my boarding facility, one of my best friends runs it. So it's it's wonderful. But like at a boarding facility, you don't get everything you want. It's not, right. it's it's someone else's best laid plans. Right. And I am a control freak and there's certain plans that I have for my horses that I can't do because I'm not the one running the show. And, and you're dealing with neighbors who don't always understand that. It, you know, I just lived in apartments for like 10 years and I know how to live in an apartment. But I used to say at my old complex, like people would move from up north and they would come stay, live in this apartment complex for like a limited amount of time before they bought a house and you could tell they'd never lived in an apartment or they hadn't since like they were children or in college, like 40 years ago, they didn't know how to behave. It was like, this is shared communal space with rules, not your yard. And I think you run into that at boarding tables as well, where people are just doing stuff where you're, you're, you can't lunge there. That's where we park our cars. Like, what are you doing? You know, or they're feeding their horse an extra meal while you're trying to tack up. I knew so I was I knew somebody used to do that to me on purpose because she thought it was funny how my horse behaved when he was watching another horse eat dinner. Well, and it's not even that. They're also taking like the 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 barn owner is allotting a certain amount of food per horse. And if you're taking extra without them knowing, that's stealing because you're not paying for that. Sure. Right. And then they have to order more and all those things. So like I had one bar. Oh God. She was, she had her horse across from me and she was just a mess. You could tell like she lived her life, like her, like the chaos in her brain came out and was outwardly apparent. (laughs) Every time she was there, her tack box would be open and things would be strewn all over the aisle way. And I would be dodging things or kicking them across back towards her because I'm a neat freak. And I may have a lot of stuff and I do hoard, but it is organized and my stuff is put away and you will never know I was there. It drives me insane. <laughs> or like when someone borrows your stuff and never brings it back. Oh, borrowing my stuff. The biggest no-no of them all. Yeah. 
I and I'm the kind of person I like to see a blanket hung up so that there are corners. I like to hang my halters by the two rings on the noseband. I have very specific likes. And I can't conform to anyone else's anymore. You know why? Because I know mine are correct. <laughs> oh my God. I've worked at really big barns and I know I'm right. I know the British Horse Society said I am right. So don't even. Sadly, <laughs> I am not kidding you. I left a barn because every time I went to go get my horse, they would, there would, his halter would be missing. I'm telling you, his halter with his name on it would be on some other horse. Or like oh. in a different paddock. No. I'm sorry. That is my horse's halter. No. And I actually left because I was just like, I can't. This level of disorganization is just too much. That's so rude too. Oh my God. Like, no. It's not. I don't want, and I don't want my halter left out. I don't want to get any sun bleach. My halter has cute flowers on it. It's the first time I haven't used a leather halter. And I expect it to be respected as the adorable flower halter that it is. It you know is there to embarrass Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I got what's called a halter house. Have you ever heard of those? I can picture what you're talking about, right? Like yeah. it's, a, it's like a little free library, but for hanging your halters in. Exactly. And so <laughs> I do actually use that. I put like my little fly spray in, a little a little grooming um, brush. And then I do put like, even in like a stand, like for my camera, like a camera I like mount. that idea. Yeah. Yeah. And then if I, I, I have nylon halters with biothane, so they're fine, but my leather halters go in there. Yeah. I have a leather, my leather halters hang in my laundry room slash tech room. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so you can't get that level of care, you know, necessarily at a big place. And I heard this horror story and, uh, I mean, maybe it's not a horror story. This is like first world problems, like horses in the morning. But this woman pays board and uh, she went to go pick up her horse or to go ride. And he wasn't in a stall. In fact, he was sitting out in a thunderstorm in the paddock because the barn owner decided one of her sale horses needed the stall that she paid for. Oh, boy. I would flip my shit. Oh, my Lord. No. No. And I could see like, I couldn't get out there before the lightning started. It's, you know, I have to consider my own safety. Yeah, you do 100%. But not my other horse needs your stall. <laughs> oh my God. And I'm telling you that place, that board is like $1,400 a month. Okay. So hell to the no. And let me just point out, cause I was looking at this and it does say free board at facility versus horses yes. on your property. I would rather be broke by my own hay than have free board at a fancy ass equestrian center. Agreed. Because I don't need any of the perks with the drama that comes along with it. Also, personal problem, I know I won't drive there. I won't, <laughs> I won't, leave, my, I won't leave my property. I wouldn't leave my apartment. I'm certainly not leaving my house. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You do see your horse way more now that he's in your backyard. And he whinnies to me, Heather. Oh, but it's because you bribe him with carrots. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> but I've also, <laughs> I now have a horse who whinnies when he sees me and comes when I call him. That's right. And you have your own built-in lawnmowers. So like, take mm -hmm. that. Oh, my so poor lawn. I bought this beautiful Greenworks electrical lawnmower that sees no use. <laughs> you don't need it. You don't Maybe. Need it. It's thundering. So let's move on. <laughs> We're like brand new truck or horse trailer. What I mean, would you prefer? 
it's gotta be it's horse trailer for me i i horse trailers are expensive i don't have one and you don't need a brand new truck to pull one you just need a truck i bought a truck off a friend on facebook i love my truck it doesn't have a truck. radio but i listen to podcasts on my phone so it works out trailer. i need a truck i need a truck i would go for the truck because i'm okay with like a little stock trailer like you oh, know totally it i don't need that. anything fancy um i i definitely don't trailer enough at this point in my life uh will i mm. maybe that remains to be seen but i would go for like a fully kitted out truck because i feel like the trailer the trailer i could go like i can manage that but i think a truck's gonna be oh depends. well it depends and i would drive it more yeah you can't afford to drive it though how much would it cost that's a a truck at this point if you're driving a truck and it's not a farm truck oh like, right because of gas yeah and the environment well but then if i can't drive my truck what's the point of having a trailer you drive it specifically to haul the trailer. You have to have a car. That makes sense. I have a car and a truck. But now, mind you, I am a frugal person, so the car is small and has a small payment, and the truck is old and costs me a certain cash amount. <laughs> so I don't have payments on it. Um, but I, cu- I couldn't afford to go anywhere if I had to drive my truck everywhere, whereas my car costs almost nothing to drive. Yeah, that makes sense. I love my, I have a Dodge Durango and it can actually haul my stock trailer, like Mm -hmm. doing just local. I mean, I'm not going to drive it up to the mountains or anything. No, don't do that. I've done that. You don't want to do that. It'll ruin my transmission. I I don't want to risk my horses, much less my car. But um, I feel like I, you know, especially if I'm going to have my own property, I want a truck because that will come in very handy to do you know, farm tours and things like that. But the question is, do you want a brand new truck or a horse trailer? I want a brand new truck. (laughs) (laughs) So as we were playing, would you rather, we did actually post this in our clubhouse and ask for comments from the other weird horse girls. And our friend Lucy actually submitted an audio file for us. Let's take a listen. Lucy Lowe here from Western North Carolina. And my gosh, what a good selection of topics. Um, I have senior mules. I also have horses on the property. And right now the bear hunters are training for bear hunting season, which means that they're turning their dogs loose on public land adjacent to me. And those dogs are chasing bears across the property almost every night. Doesn't really seem to bother the mules, but it certainly uh, causes me a bit of pause. I've also got a new-to-me horse trailer and a new-to-me truck. Turns out the brand-new-to-me truck uh, needs a brand-new transmission. Also, when we took uh, the truck to have the gooseneck hitch put in, they did the hitch, they did the wiring, and they didn't put in a brake box. So we've also got that going on. So there's always something. Look forward to hearing what you all come up with. (laughs) I want a brand-new truck, (laughs) all. Let's manifest this thing for another. <laughs> We're manifesting. We're manifesting. <laughs> uh, okay. So next question. Indoor arena versus trail access. Okay. I want you to guess what my answer is. Trail so access. I can... No, I hate trail riding. I know. That's what I'm saying. I want an indoor arena. <laughs> I'm going to get you on the trails. 
Actually, and if I if I could alter it a little, I would say a covered arena is fine. I don't yeah. need walls. No, no, no. Because I, I, I do think people get addicted to riding in an indoor without all of the distractions of the outside world. And they stop going outside. And I've worked at those dressage barns where there's only an indoor arena. Well, and then the horse is literally like the wind blows and the horse goes in the air. Right. Yeah. No, I prefer, I find the indoors get a little stuffy too, like and dark mm-hmm. and, and I'm just sure it's nice in the middle of winter, but um, I prefer trail access. I feel like I'm a trail person, which is ironic. I know considering I'm, I'm super timid, yeah. but I would much rather, cause I get bored real easy. I yeah. I do too. Arena. Yeah. I get that. Yeah, I mean, I have, I where I ride, it, it backs up to woods that are fairly clear. And a part of me does wish I could just go through. If I put a gate in, there's nobody to stop me. I don't even know who owns it. There's no houses back there. I could go back there and ride and goof around if I wanted to. Um, but, but you don't. <laughs> I don't. I just kind of think about it. I'm like, that would be nice. So I'm like, well, I'll probably get dumped. And I'll have to walk home. My hip will hurt. Uh, <laughs> just sounds like a lot of difficulty. <laughs> I mean, your overthinking brain is very similar to mine, except, uh, I mean, like Ferris is not good on trails because he gets overexcited with other horses. So yeah. we're better on our own. Yeah. But I'm really, I'm really trying to work up my nerve because I really want to get delight out on the trails and I think he's going to love it. I miss doing it. I haven't been on a trail ride in two, maybe three years since I moved to this barn. I really want to go, but I'm so nervous to like trailer him off property and get right. on. Yeah, no, totally. So I'm really working my way up to it. But one of the reasons we bought this cabin in Vermont is the ART had some trails on the property. Mm. So we can actually just build out more of them. And we- <laughs> so moving on from that, yeah, the, the, the controversial snow versus flies. I think we all know where I stand. If anyone has listened to the show for any length of five minutes, um, I prefer snow hands down over like summer and the heat and the flies. If we are completely pure in this argument, snow versus flies, you have to pick snow. Snow is pretty for a little bit. It's fun to watch snow fall. Horses do funny shit in the snow. Oh my God. (laughs) So cute. Whereas flies bite you. They attack you. They swarm you. They're horrible. And they make your horse buck. All right. So I snow, I think the majority of people would be like, eh, but it's I think most people, even people who say they hate snow, I think most people are okay with one pretty snowfall per year. Yeah, I think that's fair. Snow, it it, it touches something. It, there's there's an emotional reaction to snow. It is astonishing and magical. And I don't hate snow. I just don't want to live with... When I hate winter, it's not about the cold. It's not about the snow. It's about the deadness. Mm. like the trees and everything for so long if the trees were leafless for like two months that would be fine but six months (laughs) that's too long so they start the calendar winter begins december 21st 
but meteorological begins much earlier than that because it's not a six month process. I'm going to have midwinter's day and midsummer's day. Midsummer's day is pretty accurate meteorologically speaking, but midwinter's day is not. I'm going to still stand by winter is January, February and just leave it like that. Well, I think where you live, that is correct. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) it is here too. It is here too. I'm just going to, that's, that's how I get through. So just let me have it. Um, <laughs> and then young horse versus senior horse. So I I think, I don't know, you and I might differ a little bit on this one. What do you think? I don't know. I'm going to pick senior horse. Really? Because I myself feel senior. <laughs> and I, what's that? I, I, and the chances of my ever purchasing a senior horse are next to nothing because to purchase a horse, I would have to give someone money for it and I'm more of an adopting type of person if you know what I mean oh yeah there's and they tend to be young yeah so like Ben's a young horse and I started riding him when he was three or four and if I were to ever acquire a horse to replace Ben for any reason it would probably be a standard bred off-track horse so Mm -hmm. it wouldn't be I mean you could probably get like a 10 year old really but probably wouldn't be that old but to have something old and dead <laughs> to ride, maybe you'd get me on a trail. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there's something to be said about like a been there, done that kind I've of. I've always vibe. ridden young horses. My whole life, I've ridden young horses. Yeah, I think you deserve the senior horse now. I just, yeah, I deserve something. And people are going to be like, well, my senior horse is 30 and still, you know, is bucking Bronco. And I get it, but that's not really, it's, it's more the spirit of the thing than the individual <laughs> yeah the generalities right yeah, like generality I mean, here even delight delight at age four i rode him which is a stretch right like he mm-hmm. was an x-race horse i rode him at the age of four which i had a panic attack the first time i got on him oh. that he's got a, an older brain right like mm-hmm. he's playful but not under saddle like he's always got a good head on his shoulders so when he's 20 i mean he's bomb he's gonna be bomb proof like He's practically bomb-proof now. Um, I'd much rather, I would agree. I, I would go for the, especially now as I'm heading into my middle yeah. age, um, go for like a senior horse. I mean, I'll be honest, my sweet spot's probably like 10 to 15. Mm-hmm. You know, if given yeah. the opportunity, that would be my kind of where I'd want to go. I, I would take a well-maintained, like, 18 year old trail horse, I think would be superb. I think that's what I will end up probably doing for my husband. Yeah. Right. Like the been there, done that, uh, you know, babysitter type horse. Mm-hmm. That's, I think, what I'll end up doing with him. Because <laughs> he be actually cool told me that. he wants a horse of his own when we have the property. Looks Ooh, like, boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I go, yeah, I'll I'll school it for you and stuff. And he goes, it'll be mine, Heather. I was like, okay, good luck with that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we'll need any tune-ups at all. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, knowing nothing about horses, I'll never have to pony him or whatever. It'll be fine. (laughs) Just off into the woods he goes. Yeah. Um, But my my husband also has a death wish. So that works for me because he's got a great life insurance policy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I would use mine to like hire a hired man to do all of the barn chores that I don't want to do like farm chores. It was like my, my husband was, he was trying to fix something and he was coming up 
empty and he was, uh, he was mad about it. And I said, why don't I just see if I know somebody who's got a guy? And he said, I don't want to have a guy. I want to have, I want to be able to do it. I said, oh no, I want to have a guy for everything. I want to be like, oh, well problem. I got a well guy. Roof problem. I got a roof guy. I want a guy. And he's like, no, I want to do it. Okay. (laughs) No, Natalie, what you need is like, a guy oh, like right. the sexy farmhand that you can sit and fantasize about while he works and does all the stuff and then you can be like oh look at it. it's done honey and then pretend that your husband's that guy i don't think we have sexy farm guys in florida <laughs> i have not seen heads? any yes <laughs> I have seen no evidence of these sexy farm guys. Maybe, Maybe they're in the Midwest. West. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, if, I can if, see Colorado having them. There's um, a lot of like young, chipper, outdoorsy guys in Colorado. You that, know that what I'm going to do for you? Mm-hmm. I'm going to send you a video and you're going to thank me for it later because um, I sent this to my girlfriends last night. It was this guy in no shirt riding this horse like videotaping himself and he was very full of himself but also I mean like mm, okay so (laughs) I'll post that to the clubhouse for everybody as like a little surprise but um yeah (laughs) I'd like one of those I mean you know if my husband were to ever kick the bucket you know I'm just saying like if I mean I'd like to win the lottery I think your chances (laughs) are about the same (laughs) we'll see what happens (laughs) I mean, at the very least, you have good fodder for your next next romance novel, you know? Look, my books are, are like, based in reality. So Boo. they're all about, like, yeah. <laughs> Boo. No, I, well, you know, I'm writing one now with a hot horse guy. So what can you do? They exist. They do. It's exist. a hot horse guy, not a hot, hot farm guy. That's the part I'm having trouble with. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say New Jersey, it's really hard to find a hot guy. (laughs) 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 I mean, to be fair, my husband is from New Jersey, so I guess I have to backtrack a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. You know, I mean, we have been together 20 years. I was building you a fire pit, which is pretty rad. I mean, he's, he's a good egg. That one. <laughs> he's a good egg and he called me and he's on his way home today and he told me tomorrow he'll take the kids to the beach and he'll do what needs to be done and I just get the data myself and then he and I are going to go out and have a date oh my god I know it's incredible like, I know he's really earning his keep this week I'm very wow yeah it's like we're honeymooning all over again yeah it's all team of the week oh of the week i have one you do yes and it's from yesterday it's fresh i uh zipped and buttoned a pair of riding breeches i've worn since last year <gasps> oh my god no that's huge and i would just like to point out that i, is I mean not-, not your pants aren't huge but like that's a huge <laughs> <laughs> no it's well it's a win not Shit, because sorry. of any kind no it's 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 not like a body thing at all it's not like a weight loss thing or a fitness thing it's literally just about being thrifty and wanting to continue wearing the clothes that I already have. <laughs> and the riding tights I've been wearing lately were dirty. And I pulled out these breeches and got them on. I'm like, new breeches. <laughs> it's a win for Natalie. <laughs> feel like they're new when you haven't worn them for a while, right? I totally did. It was a different feel, different grip, different fabric. 
no pockets to hold all the treats I now ride with. So I had to wear my cute Herschel's fanny pack. Oh, I'm um, all about the fanny pack when riding. Oh, yay. I'll have to bring my fanny pack to Aquana Fair. It's super cute. Um, so yeah, so that was, that was mine. I was super excited to hire breeches. I accomplished a lot. So I'll be honest, like this week was supposed to be a vacation. Mm. It was not. Yeah. I did get a lot accomplished for like my family. So I I was like a parenting win, right? Like Mm -hmm. my my kids love me. Everybody wants to hang out. I, I got doctors done. I got shopping done. I got all the things, but (laughs) you know what my adulting win is? Oh my God. This is so bad. Um, (laughs) We don't have a working refrigerator. Oh, yes. So on my way home from the grocery store last Saturday, the refrigerator broke (laughs) because that's, I called three days. It took me to find a a refrigerator or like, because the websites all say that they're in stock and then you call and they're not in stock, right? Because no one has them. And the one I really wanted was, was like, it wasn't even being made anymore. And it was listed on this website. So after three days and like countless hours, just lost looking for fridges. I did not really want to buy. I found a fridge. Yay. And so Saturday gets delivered and I feel like a good wife because I handled that shit when my husband was gone. Yeah. Oh my God. (laughs) If that happened to me while my husband was gone, he would get back and I would be like, guess what? A Facebook friend had another friend her grandma needed rid of this fridge that was in her barn. Somebody came and installed it. It only smells a little bit like deer. It's perfect. That's what, that's 100% how I would solve that problem. (laughs) This is adulting. It is adulting. And everyone I talk to has some like similar story, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Maybe that's our homework for our listeners. Like if this resonates in any way, please like make us feel not alone and let us know your chaos life. Or like your problem with like balancing work, life, family, barn, because I don't want to feel like I'm the only one. Yeah. Yeah. We should talk about it. You know, like maybe if we all talk through our issues, we can come to some, if not answers, at least some consensus on like, yeah, that's what life is like. And we all feel better for sharing this burden. <laughs> I just don't want to be like, uh, I just feel so guilty that I just don't get to go to the barn enough but are your horses eating yes too much what else do they want to do <laughs> do they want to do anything and else they play all day with each they love their lives yeah yeah so, so it's really me it's self-imposed guilt it just is. give yourself this just we all just need to learn to give ourselves the summer off um not from our real life which is what we want to give ourselves the summer off but you know from our equestrian goals. <laughs> yeah, maybe I should just lower my expectations next summer. Sounds like an adult <laughs> win to me. <laughs> Thank you for being a little weird with us, Horse Girl. If you like what you hear, make sure to subscribe to our podcast on your player of choice. Follow us on Instagram at Adulting with Horses podcast, or even better, join our Adulting with Horses clubhouse on Facebook, where you can become part of the show. Also, it's a great place to meet other horse crazy women.